In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom. I'm glad to be with you today. Oh, how we need preachers to preach the Word of God in season and out of season, when convenient and inconvenient. How we need people to do this. We're living in a world that is filled with darkness. Oh, yes, filled with darkness. We need that people would proclaim Jesus, not only in the churches, but in the stop and shop. Oh, yes, I told you about being at the New Deal, and the lady had problems with her eyes, and the one that was at the cash register said, her eyes are giving her trouble. So I prayed with her, in season and out of season, by the grace of the living God, and she was healed. How important it is to have proclamation of the Word of God. We need to know the Word of God. We need to believe the Word of God. We need the Holy Spirit to give us His unction so that we would know the Word of God and believe the Word of God. Chapter 3 of First John. If you know that he is righteous, that's Jesus, you may be sure that everyone who does right has been born of him. Do you do right? Do I do right? What happens if you see your brother and they are needy and poor and you just walk by and say, God bless you? Oh, no. No, we need to respond to the people that are needy and poor. I got a call from Haiti, from Father Ilrich. He said, things are really bad in his part of the country, and the people are afraid. And he said, we need food. He didn't say that outwardly, but that's what he was saying. So we are sending him money uh, for this experience to help the people eat. You might say, well, what about me? You can help too. Write a check and on the bottom write Haiti. Write a check and on the bottom of the check write Haiti so that we would give this to Father Ilrich. We just sent a thousand dollars from our ministry to Father Ilrich. He is worthy of our money because he does the work of God in Haiti. He loves Jesus. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. Imagine, that's what we are. We are children of God, children of the Father, through the blood of the Lamb, through our faith in him, we are children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. 
The world did not know him. He came into the world, and the world did not know him. He came unto his own people, and his own people rejected him. But as many as received him, he gave the power to become sons and daughters of God. Oh, yes, I am a son of God. Oh, yes, not only am I a priest of God, I am a son of God. I have received him. I receive him at the Eucharist. I have asked him to be my Lord, my Savior. I surrender to him. Oh, yes, I am a child of God. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we will be when we see Jesus. What we do know is this, when he is revealed in the second coming, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purifies themselves just as he is pure. Everyone who commits sin, walks in sin, is guilty of lawlessness. Walking in sin is lawlessness. You know that he was revealed to take away the sins, and in him there is no sin. Jesus came to take away sin. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Not only your sins, not only my sins, but his blood washes the sins of the world to those who commit their life to him. No one who abides in him walks in sin. No one who walks in sin has neither seen him nor known him. This knowing him is experiential knowledge that we all need. I call it hot fudge Sunday knowledge. I have Indian priests that have lived with me, and I say to them, would you like a hot fudge Sunday? They said, we don't know what it is. So I describe it. It's got chocolate ice cream, whipped cream, nuts. Would you like that? We don't know what that means. So you take them to friendlies, and they have a, an experience of the Sunday. Hallelujah. They said, well, I like this. That's hot fudge Sunday knowledge. Oh, yes, how we need to have hot fudge Sunday knowledge of Jesus, to know him experientially, not only to know him in the words of Jesus, but to know him experientially. Oh, yes, St. Augustine never knew Jesus until one day he opened the Scripture, and the Scripture pierced his heart, and he gave his life to Jesus. He had experiential knowledge of Jesus Christ. One of the saints on Pentecost was praising God, and his heart swelled physically, broke one of his ribs. Experiential knowledge. My Lord, I was talking about uh, St. John Neumann today. 
There was a woman in the hospital in Philadelphia who was very, very sick. And this priest came into her room and prayed with her. And after he prayed with her, she got better. And so she said to the people at the desk, who was that priest that came in and prayed with me? The people at the desk said there was no priest. No one was scheduled to come. She said, some priest came into my room and he prayed with me and I got better. So they said, we don't know. And so they came up with a picture of John Neumann. She said, that's the priest. He's in heaven. But God gave him the ability for that moment to pray for that woman. It's amazing. Do you believe that, Father? I believe it. I believe it. God knows how to do great things. Little children, let no one deceive you. Everyone who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. Help Father Ilrich. That's a righteous deed. Write on the memo of your check, Haiti, and we'll send it to him. They need it. They need it badly. We cannot tell people that we believe in Jesus when we find out that people are desperate for food and other things. We say, well, you know what? I already gave to so-and-so. We'll give some more. I'm going to give personally for my own money also. We took $1,000 from in-season and out-of-season, and we sent it to Father Ilrich. Everyone who commits sin walks in it is a child of the devil. Walking in sin is a child of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. I will not serve, he said. How sick. He was the brightest angel, and yet he turned his back on God. I will not serve. We do not want to be like him. I will serve by the grace of God, and I will do the best I can in serving your people whom you bought through the blood of Jesus. I will serve. It's all about serving. It's all about loving. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. Where did he destroy the works of the devil? On the cross, through his blood. You don't want the devil in your life. You want the devil under your feet, not in your mind, not in your heart, not in your body. But you want to step on him under your feet, that you have control over him, because Jesus has conquered him by the blood that he shed on the cross. Those who have born of God do not walk in sin. Have you been born again? I tell you, it's more than just being born again. That's the beginning. So many people stop and say, I'm born again. That's the beginning. 
What about your resources? Are you generous? Well, you know, yeah, are you generous if you've been born again? Are you helping people that need help? Do you pray for people that need prayer? Oh, yes, it's all about stepping out in faith to do good things in the name of Jesus. Those who have been born of God do not walk in sin because God's seed abides in them. They cannot sin because they have been born of God because the Holy Spirit lives in their heart. The children of God and the children of the devil are revealed in this way. All who do not know what is right are not from God. This Father Ilrich, it's right that we would help him. It's right. Nor are those who do not love their brothers and sisters. Oh yes, we are called to love our brothers and our sisters. Not only those people that make us feel good. You know, we want to love people that challenge us also. It's so easy to love those people that love you. Even the Pharisees do that. Even the tax collectors do that, Jesus says. But what about loving people that are hard to love? That's what it's all about. Have I failed in that? I really have. But I don't want to fail anymore. I want to love people, the ones that Jesus sends me. Just recently, I saw a young man, and I felt that I didn't want to listen to him. And I prayed, Oh, Jesus, help me to love this young man. And I said, The brokenness of this young man is rubbing against the brokenness of Father Tom. Oh, yes. Help me to love Jesus as you love even those people that are difficult for me to love. I want to love them. And I tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy. Verse 11, chapter 3. For this is the message you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Yes, love one another. As I have loved you, Jesus said, even unto death. Love one another. That's the message we've heard from the beginning, that we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and that we love one another. That's so important. They will know we are Christians, not by our automobiles, not by the clothes we wear, then we'll know that we are Christians by our love. Mother Teresa was a perfect example of loving people, a perfect example of loving the people that were dying, filled with worms. Oh, yes, she took Jesus at his word that she was to love one another. 
You say, I'm not Mother Teresa. Well, neither am I. But that does not cancel me out from loving. I need to love, and you need to love too. Even the people that are difficult for you to love. I'd say there are people that see that I'm difficult to love. I hope they'll love me anyway, even though I'm difficult to them. You know, it's just like that. There are people that find me difficult, but they are called to love me even though they find me difficult. I am called to love people that I find difficult. Let's continue. Not like Cain, who was from the evil one and murdered his brother Abel. And why did he murder Abel? Because his own deeds were evil and his brother's deeds were righteous. Do not be astonished, brothers and sisters, that the world hates you. If it hated Jesus, it's going to hate those who follow Jesus, who surrender to Jesus. As I said, the world is not the earth. I'm not talking about the earth. I'm talking about the world. Dog eat dog. Hang on people's heads to get ahead. I tell you, that's the world. And if the world hates you, you should be able to rejoice. Why? Because the world hated Jesus. And if they hated him, they're going to hate Christians. If Christians are loving people, if Christians are believing in Jesus Christ, if Christians have passed from life through death. We're going to hear that in a second. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brothers and sisters. If we love brothers and sisters, we have passed from death to life. It's not only I've been born again or I received the baptism of the Spirit. We are called to love one another. And if we love one another, we are passed from death to life because we love one another. Whoever does not love abides in death. It's very important that we see people and we do not hurt people. Oh, yes. The Lord recently has been just keeping my mouth shut from gossip. I say, well, you know, no, he's been keeping my mouth shut from gossip because he loves those people. He loves those people. All who hate a brother or sister are murderers. And you know that murderers do not have eternal life. That's a very strong statement. All who hate their brothers and sisters are murderers. This is something that very, very important to hear because we might want to just choose those people that we love. Again, the Pharisees and tax collectors loved those who loved them. 
are murderers and eternal and you know that murderers do not have eternal life abiding in them. We know love by this that he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. That's that's important, laying down our lives for one another. But I don't like that person. Too bad Jesus loves that person. And if Jesus loves that person, I need to be kind to them. Oh, yes, there are going to be people that are going to disturb me, but God calls me to love them anyway. And I need his grace to do that. I cannot do that on my own. I need the grace of God to love those that I find difficult. And they need the grace of God to love me as they find me difficult. Oh, yes, it's all about the grace of God. How does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses to help? Again, Father Ilrich, in need. Haiti is the poorest country in the world. His people are frightened. They need food. You know I don't do this on my own to, to ask you to give to in season. I do not come to you saying it's all about in season. Send this money to me. Very, very infrequently do I do that. But I'm doing it for Father Ilrich right on the bottom of the check, the memo, Haiti, so that we can help him. It says again, how does God love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses to help them? Little children, let us love not in word or speech, but in truth and action. Let us not just talk about love. Let's do something. I know we're not saved by our works, but I also want to tell you, if we know we're loved by God, we need to love people who are not loved by they're loved by God, but they don't know it. We need to help the poor, the broken, the needy. We do that on a Saturday when we go out to feed the homeless. Oh, yes. And you say, well, that's a wonderful thing. It's just the thing that God calls us to do, to love one another. He has given us so much. He calls us to love one another as he loves us. And by this you will that we are from the truth and reassure our hearts before him. Wherever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts. I tell you, whenever the, your heart condemns you, just know that God is greater than your heart. Know that the cross of Jesus wants victory in your heart. You don't have to be condemned. Romans 8, 1, there is now
no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. There is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. People that are going to help Father Ilrich write to Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. That's Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.